Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. When you think about being unstoppable, what comes to mind? Superman. So I want to say that there are no coincidences, right? We plan this week's topic without any regard to what was happening this past weekend, without anyone talking about their plans. And then it turns out that Catherine and I were attending the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within And we've all been to UPW and Claudette's been a platinum partner and and some other events with other people that help with mindset. But something about attending UPW and the power, the power that you feel out of the firewalk. And of course, this weekend, UPW was virtual. So there was no firewalk, but we broke through boards. And some people broke through paper. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. A few times, what you I gave my through. mother the board. <laughs> You're sweet. Like, I have no idea who broke through paper in this group. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what. That metaphor is, right? What that analogy is, it's just a physical representation of our ability to break through barriers and let us have on the other side that feeling, that knowing that we are indeed unstoppable. And so as we delve into this topic today about feeling and being unstoppable, Let's think about a time or two when we overcame some doubt or maybe it was fear and how that let you know that you absolutely could not be stopped. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful thing because fear rises up it's like a power that or an energy that just lands on us and it tricks us into thinking it is us but it is not us and I think that's the first step in deciphering fear it's not who we are it's not where we came from it's not any part of us it's just kind of really sneaky and it just steps on in and it just puts a roadblock up many times and it feels like it drains our power it takes our love it takes our clarity Fear sucks, everybody. Like, I don't know. It just does. <laughs> I mean, it just does, right? right? Yeah. There we go. Being part of being unstoppable is the fear comes up, but we say we are doing it anyway. It doesn't matter. We're doing it anyway. That's a big part for me about being unstoppable. 
So yeah. is it just fear? Is it just fear or is it shame? You know, is it, and I realize fear is a part of all that, but are there other emotions that are involved and in what could prevent us from moving forward? Unworthiness, fear. Unworthy, yeah. Undeserving, unworthy, not enough. What about not enough? Yes. Yeah, these are all like what we worked through this weekend, Whitney. One of the big parts of the third day, the transformation day, is handling those limiting beliefs. Right. Handling shame about something, or I'm not enough, or I'm not going to be loved, or I'm not old enough, or I'm not pretty enough, or, you know, these are all limiting beliefs that when you're unstoppable, I mean, this is part of that unstoppable process is identifying them and doing it anyway and, and just working through it and knowing going to Claudette's method, what is the truth? What is really the truth with this? Yeah. What do you believe that allows it? I mean, I always say, say that allows it because that puts you in the position of power over Mm. it instead of it's happening to me. No. What do I believe that is allowing this in my life? That also lets you begin to recognize your power as creator, not the creator, but a creator, right? Yeah. Not just a manager, a creator. I love that. It's Mm. beautiful. Yeah. Sarah, were you going to pipe in? Sarah? Well, I just thought that vulnerable, you know, that word came up for me as well. Like when something comes up and maybe you're not sure what to do because you're feeling so raw and so open and so vulnerable that, you know, it's, then the fear comes up of what do I do with this feeling? What do I, how do I proceed through those feelings? There's there's a whole mesh of things, right? Like this little basket of BS, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> shame, shame came up for me because I was reading through, you know, like I said earlier before we got on recording, that the last part of my Shattered Together book is done. And I was reading through the last few chapters and, you know, I'm acknowledging Jack Canfield in it because it was his program that got me to a place where I could actually acknowledge the shame around the note that my son wrote and the shame of me thinking, 27 years later, 28 years later, after my son's, you know, birth, because when I, there was shame wrapped around that I had been carrying for such a long time about him being pregnant for him and not wanting to be pregnant because of the situation I was in at the moment. And I'd held that to myself. And, you know, he was born with a cord wrapped around his neck twice. He had colic. He had projectile vomiting. He had... Mm -hmm you know, emotional outbursts as a toddler, you know, so, so as a, as years progress and then ultimately he takes his life, I had so much shame that was deep inside my soul about the thought that I didn't want to be pregnant. And I thought I had miscarried because I actually was pregnant for twins and I had miscarried his twin. And so I had miscarried and there was a relief feeling about being miscarried, that miscarried because of the situation I was in. And then, you know, then he takes his life and I'm like, oh my God, did I cause that? Was that, you know, so all of those emotions bubbled up and I don't hold shame over that anymore because I was able to go through a process with Jack and a safe space and be able to move through that and come to the realization of like, oh my God, of course he knew he loved, that I loved him. And of course I loved him. And, you know, I didn't cause him to make the choice that he did, but. Yeah, if that didn't stop me, nothing would. <laughs> yes. Unstoppable. Beautiful, Kathleen. Yeah, exactly. Unstoppable. Exactly. 
Right. I think there's a lot of people that would have shrunk into that shame and let it be their story for the rest of their life. Mm. Right. There are a lot of people that do get stuck there. And that's sometimes part of not, you know, becoming unstoppable is not staying stuck. Well, I think it's recognizing what is of you and what is on you. There's a difference. Like the shame comes on you. The shame, Kathleen, her essence of her spirit and the beauty of her spirit. And we love you so much, Kathleen. Thank you for sharing that story. Shame has nothing, cannot exist within the essence of her spirit. But it's almost like we believe these lies about ourselves, you know, and shame, fear, doubt, all of these things come over us. But I think it's the first thing is recognizing it actually isn't of us. It's not who we really are with our true identity and the core of who we are. And and just recognizing that can give you a way to go, now what do I do? At least I'm going to stop it right here and recognize that this is coming over me. Now what do I do? Right. It, I mean, the first thing is recognizing it, that we actually don't have to continue in it because it is not who we are at our core. Right. You know, and, and I say, stop falling for that trick. Yeah, it's stop a habit. Falling. It's a pattern. It's the, you know, the old, the old <laughs> voices, whatever it might be. Right. But we don't know, you know, you're, it's not like we grew up and our parents said, because I had guilt and shame and all this stuff on me. My mom didn't talk about over dinner. She didn't go, honey, I know you got shame, but it's not really who you are. Rise up spirit of Claudette. She didn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no one tells us those things, but you know, yeah. as I listen to you, Kathleen, you know, again, our stories are quite similar and yes. yes. You know, I worked through this, I think with both you and Claudette, to some degree, some guilt that I had over the death of my son, some thoughts that I'd had throughout his life. I just had this feeling that he was going to die young. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know when that would happen, but there was just this feeling And as he was making choices that were not healthy choices, that feeling became more and more real. And then the day that the accident happened and he died, I started to actually take that on. It's like, what part of that did I, you know, in my words and my thoughts that I manifested in that? And, you know, ultimately working through that, it's not mine, right? And I can't own his choices. And whatever I felt, I felt. But... It literally were the choices that he made put him in situation after situation that ultimately led to the day that Mm -hmm. the crash happened. And, you know, I just, I can't own that. So in moving forward, you know, from that time, Holding on to it, it is not something that 
you know, Sarah, you said that taking on that identity, it's not a public identity I'd taken on because I hadn't talked about it with anyone. I think really until talking with the two of you and, you know, it's not even something that I'd shared with my mother Mm. that, or I may have shared it with one of my sisters at some point, but I really don't think I had done that either. It's something that's in my journals. And I, so I dealt with not only did I have the feelings, but I was holding on to them quietly. Yes. And it was suffering in silence, suffering Mm -hmm. in silence. Exactly. And that's what shame does. And that's what fear does. That's what vulnerability, you know, I don't, think vulnerability does it, but when we choose to not be vulnerable, that does it. You know, like all those limiting beliefs and emotions keep us stuck in the places that we feel we isolate ourselves and we feel like we're the only ones going through it. But in fact, we're really not. The only reason why I brought up my story today, this particular story is because I know there's other people out there and Whitney, you know, there you go. There's two of us out of five who have experienced something very similar with children who have died suddenly and unexpectedly. You know, how many other people out there have been holding on to something that they feel shame over when their neighbor could have gone through the same exact thing and they're quite, you know, they're holding it in shame as well. So you're destroying your insides, you're destroying your bodies and if you release it, I'm telling you, when you release it, and Whitney, you can attest to this, when you release it, you would just like, you become free of this pain that you've been holding on to or a weight that's been on your back. It's just such a beautiful experience to be able to release it. And you really feel like you're floating to the next level. Mm, it, it, it is just, yeah. I love it. I think it's, I, I think it's important to you know, recognize and honor both of you, Kathleen and Whitney, because, you know, the journey of being and living an unstoppable life, man, you're going to get knocked the F down in the (laughs) worst of ways, like the worst, losing a child. I mean, and look at you all, look at you both shining so bright, impacting, making a difference on this planet, doing the life you dream of. And in the road of being unstoppable, we're going to have things that come along. It's not going to be part of the plan. And you got to be flexible in that road to having that unstoppable life that you want. You know, things are going to come up. And, you know, part of being unstoppable is, you know, having that action plan, right? And having it down, but also being flexible to know that it's going to change. We're going to, the word of the year, pivot. Right. And so, you know, I think that's important to honor you all. And it's such a great insight on, you know, life is going to knock us down. And part of being unstoppable is we keep going. Yeah. And not just keep going. And so I always have to do this. And I'm sure it's there with me as well. Just like, it's not just about burying it, shoving it down and just keep on moving and keep on doing and keep on existing and keep on just numbing yourself out of life and just keep on pushing. It's about moving through the experiences that you have so you can release it and actually step another level because we all have a purpose. 
And I feel we like I'm preaching in a sense, but I feel yeah, like we, we all have, have a purpose. Yeah, we all have a purpose and we have to be true to how we're actually feeling. Like I tell people, don't fake it with me. Don't go, oh yeah, that was great. I don't want to hear that. Uh, if you're still not feeling good, let's get you to the point, right? Like, let's not do that. So Kathleen, <laughs> you're making me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, Never mind. no, I, I, I so can read your mind right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, isn't it about pushing through? Sarah, did you have any thoughts on that? I do. I feel like now is a time where people are experiencing something that I experienced in that 2008, you know, crash of the market. You know, my husband and I lost $60,000 in commission in five days before we knew what was happening. These deals were just falling apart one by one, literally day after day. Mm -hmm. We watched our winter income just kind of implode. And the feelings that we had in those moments, you know, I can speak for myself for sure. I know I was scared to death. I was so uncertain as to what the hell was happening around me because it really was just happening in the moment, right? And then I was uncertain about how we were going to move forward. We had all of our eggs in one basket at the time. We were both full-time into real estate. There wasn't anything else. And I remember just reacting and running to my girlfriend and saying, hey, I know you bartend. Where where would you say that I should go to make the most money right now that I can get in quick and get that position secured? She made a recommendation and I immediately went and interviewed out of uncertainty, out of fear, out of survival. I was definitely in survival mode and I was feeling very vulnerable. And one of the things we did was stay very quiet about what was going on. We really weren't sharing that we had just lost 60 grand. We really were just trying to sort through what the future was going to look like. And, and, you know, that is how my husband has his contracting business. It was started during that time. So, you know, we saw what was coming and then pivoted, right? You know, we're all into that the year, the word for 2020 is pivot, <laughs> folks, let's face it. But back then, we were very quickly adjusting and trying to figure out how to support the other people in our community. We didn't, Claudette can attest to this. Nobody knew what the word short sale was. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if it had a definition before 2008, and it really wasn't figured out until 2009, 2010, how to even do you know any of that. So I feel like there's so many in today's environment that are maybe experiencing something similar. I'm fortunate right now. The real estate industry has been very protected in our market, and so we've still had jobs, but there's so many out there that that might be feeling really scared right now or or might be feeling really vulnerable or ashamed. And just because life has happened outside of their ability to control it. And I think the message today is you can be unstoppable and you can move forward. Um, Yeah. We all have. So I just want to throw out that I've got like this grief RX, the grief prescription that I try to just give to people. There's three B's. Believe, breathe, and be in the moment. Believe, Believe breathe, be in the be in the moment. I when, like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really a grief. It's just no matter what you're going through and you feel that you are like being crushed and don't know what to do, believe you're not alone. Be in the moment 
don't think too far out ahead because you're just creating this anxiety and, and depression and fear. You're creating additional stuff that you're just don't, you're not even sure of and breathe. So when you breathe, it's not my system, but it's the four by four by four by four. Breathe into the count of four, hold it to the count of four, release to the count of four, hold it to the count of four, and do that four times in a row. That will bring you back into your body, will bring you back into the moment, and it'll help flow. It just helps to move your energy, and it refocuses you on what is in the now, right now. So it's just the click, grief, prescription, three Bs. Be, believe, and breathe. Well, and... I want to say too that if you're feeling any of these feelings that we're discussing today, I think we're all here to say what happened for me in 2008 was the biggest blessing. We have so many friends that came out of that experience, lifelong friends, and and people who are now partners in our life for the projects that we're working on today. And what we did in the moments was survive, but we also thrived, and that's why we're here today. So. It's yeah. the baby steps of getting started on taking action and getting out of where you're at today. It's the first oh. step. Take a step. Is and this the and beginning or is this the end? It's always the beginning. That, so yeah, that's Kathleen, the mindset, right? Yeah. Kathleen has you pause, right? And breathe and just get into that state of being versus reaction. And then remember these things. We are eternal. That which is eternal cannot be harmed, okay? And when we are one with the truth, we are one with the all-knowing. So you can say, I choose truth, and I choose to receive the answers I need to solve this situation now. Yep. I choose to receive the answers I need to solve this situation now. And when we say those things, you know, our mind actually starts connecting to solve that problem and then we rely on that higher, you know, that divine knowledge, that divine inspiration. We rely on that to, we aren't alone. Alone is an illusion. And so it's the stillness. Be still and hear that answer, yes. And so that's, you know, I think that goes along with what Kathleen said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do we all get to that? unstoppable place, that unstoppable state in our heart and soul. How do we get there? What do we do, ladies? You take action. (laughs) You breathe. You take action from your heart. You don't take it out of fear. If you have fear, if you have those limiting beliefs and blocks, then you work through it through a healing modality. Now, again, here I am. I'm not you know, there is something out there that can help you. Go to a cognitive thought therapist. Do something that helps you. Go in the nature and sit, be, because uh, just things, ask for the things, truth. Things come. will come through. Exactly. Yeah. Things will come I through. Mean, the truth is always trying to come through through intuition. It's happening anyway to everyone. So why not just be open for it? Right? We always Don't react, react, respond. Right. Yeah. I think it's really powerful to know your why. When I was on my journey of fit district and after years of dreaming about it and but you know being stuck in my limiting beliefs about you know not not being enough, not having enough money, not having the right kind of body, not you know 
all these limiting beliefs that I was stuck in, too many moving parts, how am I, how am I going to do this? You know, then finally one day I said, not another second, not another minute. I heard that threshold that Tony Robbins talks about. Literally looking back, I can remember that moment. And because the turmoil, the pain I was in about not going after it was so deep and so great and like with me 24 seven almost. But once I got to that place where I said, all right, I'm doing this because I'm not regretting. And I said, okay, this is a great business opportunity. But then I remember it was my very first Unleash the Power Within event in 2018, July 2018. I, I dug into my why. Tony talked about know what it is you want, know your result you're getting, visualize it too. You can't do it unless you see it. Visualize it. And then the most powerful thing for me was digging into that why deeper than just, oh, it's an amazing business opportunity, right? Once I got to, I'm going to empower and inspire millions of people. I'm going to make it simple for people to accomplish their goals, their body goals, their mind, body, spirit goals in one place. When I dug into that and then I coupled it with the amazing opportunities that it had for my life, it's like I got into it and there is no matter what, this is happening. Two years later, it's still no matter what, it's happening. So I think knowing your why and getting into the heart and soul and like writing a list, like writing when you think you've only written a few things, write more, keep digging into your why. And then the how, the action plan comes. And there's a lot, as we ta- already talked about, there's a lot, there's a lot of hows. Yes. Whitney, what about you? You're on. Um, You're on mute. <laughs> and sorry about that. As I as you were talking, Catherine, I was thinking about the difference between operating from your head and and operating out of your heart, and or out of my heart, I should say, my head and my heart. And I have been historically a head person. <laughs> I have historically been analytical and logical. And it took a willingness to be vulnerable in my own house, in my own space, painting something, you know, where I had to start stripping away all that head knowledge and and that I can do anything as long as I'm using my brain. And as an example, I and I get teased about this. It's not funny, but it goes to show, I guess, who I have been and how some people have seen me is that I have multiple degrees. And, you know, there's sort of this running joke about my acquiring these degrees. Well, the degrees are a function of where I lived and to show my worth, to prove my worth, to let people know that I was qualified to do something that I could have done without a degree. Not the lawyering, because they sort of kind of require require that. To do that. (laughs) Kind of a necessity. But, you know, the organizational development, the coaching, you know, these other things that I've done, they don't need, I don't need a a certificate or a degree for those things. I could just do them. But in my head, it was, I can't do it until I acquire these things. And I was willing to acquire them because I'm very confident 
in my intellectual ability, my ability to, to read and think and reason. But when it comes to making an impact on people and influencing people, nobody cares about that stuff, right? I needed to get in touch with my heart and who I was, who I am, and then just be that. And it has been a growing experience. And I, and I can remember it was the year after my son passed, I took the very first vacation I've ever taken in my life by myself. Mm, wow. At that point, I was 43, 44, something like that. I mean, I've been someone who wouldn't go to lunch alone. And so if I wouldn't go to lunch alone or be seen at dinner alone, I'm certainly not going on vacation alone. And I just needed to do that for myself. So I packed up my car. I threw my golf, my golf clubs in it. I drove down to the desert. I went and spent a week alone. And I went to the desert because it was cheap. It's, it was August. It's like 195 degrees <laughs> in the desert. But I got this like amazing deal to stay at this timeshare for a week for like 200 bucks or something. And I was like, I'm just going to go. It's not the beach, but I'll go. And it turned out to be the most amazing and impactful experience that I took on in my own power and I just sat and I played golf and, and I sat in on the the veranda and took walks and just sat and listened to the sound of the desert and felt going back to what you said earlier, Kathleen, that we have to be, it's not just about getting through stuff. It is about getting in touch or to do more than survive and in order to thrive, we have to be in touch with what's going on inside. And I took that time to dig and to feel and be vulnerable. And I took a paint set with me, bought this desktop easel and had these, the, the, all these paints that I'd purchased and just started painting. I still have that painting. It's not very good, but it's mine. And mm-hmm. I did it. Well, I don't think it's very good. Other people actually kind of like <laughs> it. <laughs> so, but from that, I've done other things and I have painted things that I'm very proud of and started writing and just getting in touch with my creative side, the artistic side, so that I don't feel like I can only be an analytical person. And that I, can, that I am more than the, the sum total of the degrees that I have. And I'm okay with that. You know, we had a, early on in the this COVID thing, we did a what did we do? We had a virtual art party and we just talked. We talked for a couple of hours. I think we had wine and we colored. And we need to do that again. I love it. <laughs> we should do that. We should do that in our group with yeah. whoever shows up yeah. in the Beyond Your Best Plan group. 
So it's an experience and an opportunity to just get in touch with the other side, with the heart side and be okay with that because that's where the beauty of life comes in. And, and again, touching on, you know, over the weekend, there's the science of achievement, a science of success, but the art of fulfillment in the fulfillment we get in life comes out of living out of our hearts. Beautiful. That's where our creativity lives. Yeah. Being creative, we all have that ability, but it's like Whitney said, to tap into that. And I experienced this myself getting from the head into the heart. That's where our creativity lives. And a big part of being unstoppable and having the life we want is being resourceful. And creativity is a resource. And this resource yeah. lies within all of us. It lies in our heart. So connecting to even just taking a moment and putting your hand over your heart and closing your eyes and seeing your heart and your brain connecting for just like a minute, 30 seconds. I did that this morning in priming. I'll make a, this is a little self-deprecation, little humor. So I did my priming outside on the front porch. It was still dark outside. I went immediately from bed to outside with what I had on when I got out of bed. And so for some of us, touching your heart is a little more difficult. (laughs) <laughs> we can still find it though it's in there so. <laughs> it's it just beats throughout the parts of your body it's okay with guys that are listening this is, we're talking about you know our woman parts our girls breast. it's okay it's breast <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to say it on the air it's breast. I'm, just, I'm just saying I I'm, just to work, a little I'm just saying i had to work a little bit to put my hand <laughs> over my heart that's all i'm saying well, you found it I did. I did. I'm like the tin man. I'm like the tin man. I found it. (laughs) So getting into that, that takes me back to what Kathleen said, that breathing exercise, right? Like just pausing and, and doing the breathing exercise that she mentioned. And then in that space, you know, whatever is hitting up against you to cause you to stop in that space, say, is that, is that really true? You know, it's, it's know thyself. So many times we'll allow the negative stuff about ourselves to just play in our mind. But as it does, you can even freeze it. You can close your eyes, visualize it freezing and saying, what do I believe that allows this? And is this really true? Like, you know, because a lot of people go, I can't go on. Well, is that really true? Because you've been going on, Right. People go, I just can't figure this out. Well, instead of that, go, I choose to receive the information to solve this. Like, it's just know thyself. You stepped out of the fire of creation. Would a child of creation not know what to do? That's just my question. That's how I'm going to end it. And I say, child of creation is going to know what to do. Okay. And that's a ritual that you do. And rituals, having these daily rituals, these daily tools, these daily practices from your morning rituals to getting to truth to doing breathing, rituals are a huge part of maintaining that unstoppable energy Mm. uh, to keep just going no matter what. Yes. Yes. Kathleen and Sarah, you have any final thoughts on this? 
I have one final thought is Whitney says, go away and be on your own. I totally agree with that. I just wouldn't do it on a holiday. I did that one time. <laughs> it was the worst thing in the world to do, especially on Thanksgiving. You go away to this nice little bed and breakfast, and there you are with all these families around you. It is not fun. Do not do that on your holidays. <laughs> I think I would have been good by myself with a big old bowl of stuffing. <laughs> I just think today in conclusion for me, what I heard is get out of your head and get into your heart and be unstoppable. Take action and move on. Ooh, love it. Out. Move through. Drop the move mic. through. I'm going to let that sit right there then. Well, <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. Great job. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Ladies, thank you. It was a pleasure chatting with you again today. Yeah, it was great. Always I so much fun. I love this. Yeah. Love yes, you, yeah. ladies. Love you, ladies. And love everyone too. watching this. We, yeah. we send you our love. Absolutely. Thank you all. Go out there in the world and be unstoppable no matter what. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.